The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Well, we are in it now, aren't we? He said, knowing full well that the mathematics of this situation suggest it's getting worse before it gets better. But you know what? Here we are. Here we are. We're in it. Hello, everybody. This is Fantasy NBA Today. I'm Dan Bespris. And we're in, we'll call it thin mode here on the podcast because there really just isn't much going on right now. I've run through a litany of ideas in my head of what we could do to pass the time because it's looking more and more, and maybe I shouldn't jump straight into this, but I'm gonna, it's looking more and more like we're going to be without the NBA for more than a month. It's looking more and more like we're going to be without the NBA for probably two, and maybe even more than that, months. And I don't know, you know, I, I try not to be too much of a doom and gloom sort on these types of things, because effectively, there, there are sort of different levels that we're all sitting at, and things can maybe operate at those different levels, but I don't know. This doesn't feel like the time when someone's going to be rushing back to stuff. But anyway, let's take this piece by piece. I'm not even going to give Twitter handles. We're not going to worry about that for the next little bit. This is we're, we're, we're playing a long game here. Over the last couple of days, as many of you know, we put out a podcast on Thursday. And I believe Friday was the first weekday we haven't had a show since I think maybe we skipped like the day after Christmas one day two years ago or something like that. So, that, I mean, this is a big deal. But the thing was, I felt, at least in the moment, like the show that I did with Aaron on Thursday was one that should probably just hang out as our most recent episode for a while. Because, I, truthfully, I have no idea who's going to listen to it and when. I don't know if everybody has completely abandoned ship on fantasy basketball podcasts or just basketball podcasts altogether. Uh, we may be going into the fastest leap from basketball to off-season mode in history. I mean, normally, I'll pull, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit for you guys. Normally, normally, the regular season ends and a large chunk of the fantasy community peters out. In fact, it starts about six weeks before that, when seasons start to end. Head-to-head leagues start to end. People st- miss the playoffs. They stop listening to the podcast. People get eliminated in their head-to-head playoffs. They start. They stop listening to the podcast. Roto leagues start things becoming largely decided. The team's in 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, whatever place. They stop listening to the pod. And there's... It's ba- it's kind of a linear drop. It's never... It's not, it's not a one-to-one thing. Like, every single day, there's slightly fewer people than the day before... But over the course of a week or two weeks, you can see a relatively predictable drop starting from about the beginning of March all the way through July. Just slowly down. Then the regular season ends and a big chunk of folks drop off, but people keep listening to the playoffs because we're having some fun. We're doing some season and review. Basketball is still happening. The playoffs end, and that's when really right around the finals, right around the NBA finals is when things bottom out for basketball podcasts in general, especially fantasy ones. Then the draft comes, you get a little bit of a bump. Free agency comes, you get a much larger bump. And then it's just the slow 
linear climb back up the hill towards middle of September, and then things start jumping up kind of logarithmically at that point, exponentially. I hate to use that word right now because that's being applied pretty frequently to this disease we're going to be discussing here momentarily again for the first time, second time of many times. But this year, I have no idea. So from the fourth wall side of this thing, from the pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, I don't know what to expect. So we're going to keep doing shows. They're going to be shorter. But here's where we also run into an issue. On the content production side, normally, uh, around this time of year, we're doing our streaming guide for fantasy playoffs. My playoffs would have started today, like many of you. I am complaining about that, but I'm also realizing that there are larger factors at play here. I mean, I'm not not blind to these notes, but this is a fantasy basketball podcast, and me, you, all of us, I'm sure we're all desperately missing sports of all shapes and sizes right now. So then from the content side, we would ride from now until the end of the regular season doing a streaming guide and late-season weirdo pickups for your Roto League where you're kind of category hunting, and then on April the, this year, 15th, we would slide into season in review mode. Who are your best pickups, your worst, lessons learned, teams in review, what do we expect going forward? You start to analyze contract situations, and that pretty much takes you through, uh, well, the end of, that'll get you through the end of April, season in review, and then May and June are largely spent on teams in review, and then you have free agency, and you rebuild all that info in July, and then August, September, you're doing mock drafts, pretty much. That's the normal scheme. But when the season abruptly doesn't end, but is suspended indefinitely, much like so many injured players this year, we complain, ha, boy, the karmic retribution for all of us bitching about having to deal with players out indefinitely with broken pinky fingers and stuff like that. Now, we are all out indefinitely because... We don't know who's even going to be alive in two months. A very serious thing is happening, and I feel a little bit guilty about complaining that I didn't know when Marcus Sol was coming back. I feel a little bit stupid. Out indefinitely, huh? Well, how about all of us are out indefinitely now? Shoot. So, you can't just say, well, Dan, just start your offseason now, because it's not the offseason. There's still probably basketball to be played. The NBA, they might not have a choice but to just abandon ship if this thing takes three, four, five months. Let's hope it, we, let's hope it doesn't take that long. If I think what we can safely say, just from a timing standpoint, is if, and we'll circle back around to how we get to some of these numbers, if the NBA can get the regular season going again, at the very latest, by my birthday, which was June 1st, you'll probably see about two, maybe three weeks of regular season games. They'll probably try to jam it in in two. Start the playoffs about two months late. I don't know if they'd shorten them in any way. They might eliminate some rest days. Try to have it done by the end of August. That, I think, would be the goal there. You would probably see this impact next year. Because September would then effectively, well, at that point, you've wiped out training camp. Or, uh, sorry, Summer League is gone. 
Training camp is what? September? It starts in... Doesn't it start end of, near the end of September? Middle of September? I mean, training camp couldn't possibly start three weeks after the end of the regular season. So I'm sure you'd see everything get pushed back by probably two months as well. Training camp would start in sometime in maybe late October. You'd probably see the regular season start maybe at the beginning of December or something like that. You try to shave off a couple days here and there. You'd likely see a slightly abridged season, maybe make it like a 72-75 game season. You'd see them play a few more back-to-backs, fewer rest days. It would look a little bit more like the old NBA schedule before they stretched the season out by an extra week, week and a half. And they would, I think, maybe over the span of one or two potentially seasons, try to work the NBA back to its current schedule. Little by little. Instead of trying to chop it all off, if you have to push everything back two months, instead of trying to gather two months back all at once, maybe you gather two weeks back by shortening training camp. Maybe you gather two weeks or gather a week back by jamming the season into a tighter window. Maybe you gather a week or two back by shortening the season by seven or eight games. Suddenly you've gathered now five weeks back. You shorten the playoffs the following year. You, you remove a few rest days. You gather a week back. So over the span of about two seasons they probably get back to what it is right now. I think this is what they want. This is the time frame they want. They don't want to go into the summertime where TV viewership is lower. This is the span of time that they're looking for. It also lines up well with the draft, with free agency, with training camp, all that stuff. So it might take a little bit of time. Here's how I get to that number. Now, there's a, there's a possibility either it gets worse, there's a possibility it gets better. They might, on June 1st, they might not be ready to go again. This thing could still be blowing up in a crazy way. I don't know if you guys have seen what's going on in Italy. It's really, really, really bad out there. We see these numbers on our TV screens, on our Twitter feeds, and they just, you check off boxes like, oh, that's a big number, that's a little number. These are people. Thousands of people have already died from this in Italy. Italy, by the way, a little bit smaller than the United States. What's the population of Italy right now? 60 million? Is that where we're at right now? 60 million? What's the U.S. at? It was 300 the last time I checked, but I have no idea what it is now. It's probably higher than that. I haven't looked in a while. It's got to be way higher than that. No, 330 million. So, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, that's a couple of different things. We're not going to get into how population density works, but... Yeah, Italy's a lot smaller than the U.S. by actual size. So population density, theirs is much higher. But we do still have five times more people than that. So I don't know what's to come. But suffice it to say, if if people take the measures that are being put into effect, we can hopefully make this thing a little better, try to shorten things a little bit. You know, there's a possibility, and let's get into the news element of this. Again, this is Dan Vespers. This is still Fantasy NBA Today, but we have pretty important things to talk about these days on the podcast that are unfortunately not fantasy basketball related. They're real basketball related. On Sunday, the CDC came out with a note, Center for Disease Control, that uh, noted that gatherings of 50 people or more should be removed for eight weeks. So just count it out with me. Three weeks gets us into April. Seven weeks gets us into May. Eight weeks puts us at May 10th. Does that mean that we're going to be ready to go 
on May 11th with NBA games? It's tough to say, but it sure seems unlikely that we'll see anything before that because you're, and I know what your first thought was, which is what mine was, which is what are the 50 people? There's like, what do you got? 15 to 20 on each team? Yeah, but you got refs. You got people that need to turn the arena on and off. You do have some stadium workers. You're going to be over 50 people. Just even if you don't allow fans in the arena, there's 50 people floating around. If you, are you going to allow media in? Now, there's a weird sort of side note to this where these gatherings of 50 people, the idea behind it is that those 50 people are going to be in close proximity to one another. If you scattered 50 people across an NBA arena, you could do a pretty good job of social distancing outside of the, the two teams. So if these teams are basically in a state of quarantine, they travel exclusively with each other, they basically sleep at the arena or a hotel. I don't think they can go home because what are their families doing unless they're on quarantine as well? And now you're starting to talk about a lot of people to keep track of. The, the players, the coaches, families, they all, they all have to be in quarantine as well. I mean, there's a way to make this work. I just don't know how we can possibly say that it will. Like, how can you really say that? How can you take every player in the NBA, tell them, you can only go to and from your practices and your games. You have to go there and then back home again. Someone has to bring you some, you know, disease-tested person has to bring you your groceries and, and essentials to your family. They can't leave the house. And then, if and only if all of these conditions are met, then you guys can play a game against one another because then at least you'll know that the... 20 people, players and coaches on each of the two teams, the 20 and the 20, they're in the clear. No fans. Media can't... <laughs> me, I can't, can't trust me in the media. I mean, you don't know where they're going on a day-to-day basis, so you'd have to probably put them in some weird corner of the arena and probably space them out. Put them eight seats apart from one another in some weird section of the basketball arena. Like... What about press row? You got a PA guy? Where are you going to put anybody else? Who's the, where's the statistician? Is there one? Are these games going to be broadcast? That sounds tough, man. I don't know how you I don't know how you pull that off until this this ban is lifted. So let's assume for argument's sake the NBA is not going to try to undercut this 50-person ban, even though there's probably a way because you're putting 50 people in a giant building instead of 50 people in like a small restaurant or somebody's living room. You can space them all out. Everybody gets their own quadrant. But at the same time, I don't know if you could pull it off. Just from a human nature standpoint, I don't know if it can be done. So let's assume that these eight weeks are going to elapse and that May the 10th is the absolute first time we will potentially see a basketball game. First of all, that's a long freaking time from now. That's almost two months, and that makes my heart sad. But second... It also means if we are sitting on this assumption, and it probably will end up being later than that, but let's just go with that for now, I can't do a season in review. Because if this, if they got things going by May 11th, if they really managed to pull this off, which I am hesitant to believe, but not going to dismiss it completely, they'll play regular season games. They'll play probably two to three weeks of them. Start the playoffs at the beginning of June, 
Try to knock him out by the middle of July. Push free agency back three weeks. Whatever. I don't just get jammed up real tight with the end of the, the end of the playoffs. I. So for that reason, I don't think you can end your leagues yet. I really think you have to wait to find out what's going to happen. All of the major fantasy websites have put their leagues on freeze for now. I, I think I speak for ESPN, Yahoo, and, and CBS to this point, and I believe Fantrax as well is sort of the, the 1B in all of this. They, all of these websites have frozen their leagues, Roto, head-to-head, whatever, and so you kind of just have to wait. I don't think that I would pay a league out right now until we know what's coming next. Abru and I talked a lot about how you solve the issues with different leagues depending on how this thing shakes out. This feels like not even an important issue right now because we're so far away. I mean, there's there's no chance. I don't think there's any chance we see basketball in April. May, I'd say there's a there's a fleeting chance at this point based on the way things have have turned over the last couple of days because now and I'm guessing most of you have been made aware of this already, lots of states are banning those 50-person gatherings. Many states have shut down public areas of congregation. Restaurants, bars, museums, movie theaters, entertainment venues shut down outside of delivery and takeout on restaurants. Largely because people weren't Heeding the warnings, which was like, hey, don't jam yourself into a hot, stinky room with 200 other people, some of whom may actually be carrying the virus. People just kept doing it. So finally, the states were like, all right, fine. You can't now. You're banned. You're banned. And here we are. I'm not going to cut on this podcast. I'm not here to lecture anybody about how serious this is. It is, by the way, very serious, but that's not what you tuned in for. I'm just trying to read the the information that we've been given and make an educated guess on when we might see basketball again. And it feels like the answer is pretty freaking far from now. NBA players have been banned from practice. They're allowed to leave their team's market, meaning they can just go home. I mean, all of these things are screaming it's going to be a while. Also, since our last show, Donovan Mitchell has tested positive for the coronavirus, and Christian Wood has tested positive for the coronavirus. So it's bouncing around, man. This is this is a this is a big deal, guys. This is a real big deal. So where do we go from here? Well, from From the the aspect of can we do season and review type of stuff, we can probably pick some things. Uh, as you may recall, last week with Brandon Marcus, we did a few. Uh, we did the waiver wire pickup of the year discussion. I think we can still get into some of that stuff. We're far enough along where we can make some pretty good calls on those. So we will be digging into some of that. We will obviously be monitoring any NBA news that breaks. But for all intents and purposes, we're going to be playing it by ear a little bit. Day-to-day basis, we'll have new things to talk about, new things to break down, and we'll do our best to keep you guys entertained along the way. And that's where we're at. We'll talk about we'll talk about some other stuff, too. Maybe we'll do some fantasy basketball blast from the past discussions on this podcast. The world is our oyster because we can't go anywhere in it. 
I'm going to wrap it up. We'll go, so we'll go 20 minutes on today's show. Just wanted to give you guys an update on how everything's going, where I sit, where we all sit. And uh, we miss sports. I miss talking to you guys. Let's, um, let's figure out a way to get through this thing together. Be safe, everybody. That's, that's the big thing. Be safe. Stay cooped up as much as you can. Uh, don't jam yourself in with a lot of people. There are a lot of folks with that are immunocompromised, that have heart or breathing issues, that need all of our help. So let's do our part to keep this thing as not awful as humanly possible. And we'll try to do it with some miscellaneous sports discussion. We'll do some uh, mailbag stuff as well. I'm sure you guys have weird things we can talk about on the pod. This Fantasy NBA Today Hoopball presentation. I'm Dan Bespers. We'll get back at you tomorrow with more in the corona suspension of the NBA season. Don't end your season yet. That's where I'm sitting right now. Uh, Excited to jump on with Josh Lloyd later on today. So if you check out his pod... I believe I'll be on the next episode over there. Hey, we all got to do something, right? Podcasters, we got to stick together. All right, folks, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.